Okay, guys, we need a new intro. Any ideas? Do 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 do. No, 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 no. I got a better one. Guys, guys. Okay, let's just drink. Review. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Pop Poor Review. I am Matt, along with my co-hosts James and Kelly. Hello. I... <laughs> we decided I'm to do that. Very fancy in... today. Yeah. Oh hey, James. Gosh, so today we're talking about knives out, but we got a couple of things to do before that. Drinky drinks. Oh, I love drinky drinks. Uh, this one is called the Who Done It. It is vodka, watermelon juice, lemon juice, Sprite, and a watermelon ring on the top. Well, they we already ate, ate the order. <laughs> yeah, we all, and then we ate all the extra ones ring. too. And it sounded good, and then you said lemon juice, and now I'm scared. It's quite refreshing. Delicious. It's delicious. This was a creation of my own. Not really. I took it from Is a bunch of things. Is there alcohol in this? Yeah, it's vodka. Did I say vodka? Yes. Okay. How much vodka? Little. Just a shot. Just one shot for each one? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So okay, this only, there's only one thing of alcohol in here. Yeah, that's always usually what the drink is. Unless, usually it's just one shot. This is actually really, really good. I actually really like this. See, I didn't, I didn't get watermelon juice, so I had to literally juice my own watermelon. I can, you know what the thing is? I was about to say, I was like, this tastes a lot like straight up watermelon. Yeah, it's literally juice. Matt watermelon. milked the watermelons this mm-hmm. morning. He milked them. Mm-hmm. He used his soft hands to milk the watermelons. It was like ghost. Someone, there's a ghost on my hands. Stop touching my hands. Brothers are touching. I want to see how soft his hands are. Apparently, they're very soft. Ooh. They are. Why are they so soft? My hands are always soft. I actually did not enjoy watching <laughs> you guys slide. <laughs> no. <laughs> what they did is slide their hands against each other, and it just felt <laughs> felt like I shouldn't be here for that moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Um, so, to be honest with you, oh my God, we you talked look about... You like such a baby without your beard. I know. I'm so I, sorry, I guys. I actually shaved it. No one saw me ever with no, it. He no had an issue. It. Yeah, I tried to trim it, and then it, it got really low, and I was like, you know what, fuck it. Because I was like, I'm going to work. I was like, I can't look like this going to work, and I was just, I started shaving it. <laughs> so Little Cheeks looks actually like a little... I know, and then it happened with right this. Now. I tried to trim this, and this started going back. You should never cut your own hair. I know. It, wasn't, it didn't start like that. It was I was trimming the calic, and then it just, it, it was yeah, a bad day. No. Just don't ever touch it's your own hair. It's a bad day. PSA, don't. Ever, ever, ever touch your own hair. So I'm going to be honest. We just talked about what we were going to do for headlines, and I forgot. We are so going to do um, DC is really making a lot more movies R-rated. Okay. So pretty much they're saying after Joker's success, when it's the first like R-rated movie to hit a billion dollars, uh, they have a lot more movies in development right now. And right now they're saying Birds of Prey and The Suicide Squad will most likely get R ratings. I would love if Birds of Prey are rated R. Yeah. I, would, I think Birds of Prey can be... I don't, does Suicide Squad need to be... I'm thinking, it, I, like, to me, I want them to make R-rated movies only if it, like, needs to be. No, yeah, like, in general, like, if yeah. it's necessary, but, like... Because Suicide Squad, like, I feel like if they made the movie that they wanted to, it still could have been good PG-13. You know what I mean? I think it just depends, yeah. though. Like, I think for Suicide Squad, they're going to wait to see how Birds of Prey does, because I'm, I'm, pre- I'm, like, 90% positive that Birds of Prey is going to be rated R. It, it's, I think it should be. It's just that type of movie. Like, I feel like any, like, that seems like she needs to be allowed to express That and herself. also because, you know, this Birds of Prey is, like, from the point of view of Harley Quinn. It's so just crazy. we're talking about mental illness again. Yeah. So, like, an R rating would really, like, help the movie along, especially yeah. if they want to, like... We're really diving into her psyche, which is like it looks like we are, especially with that scene where she's just like lip syncing and stuff and like she that. She looks like Marilyn Monroe. That yeah, it's supposed to be Marilyn Monroe. Oh. So, but also like I feel like I feel like Birds of Prey is gonna do well because I've read something that they did a bunch of um, reshoots and they said that the, they said the reshoots are actually good. So mm. like test screenings are like being are more positive than the old test screenings. So I have a feeling if this if Birds of Prey is alright and it does well, 
DC's that type of, I feel like, one of those studios where it's just like they want to well, they capitalize on everything. Their films are also a lot darker. They have no, darker storylines, so but, I mean, it works. I mean, they're also saying, like, the reason that a lot of Batman villains will be introduced in the Batman is so they can get their own Joker-esque yeah, but, R-rated uh, story. Well, I think they should just wait, because, like, it feels like that... D- if DC is doing that solely for the reason of doing that, it feels like they're gonna they're jumping ahead again. DC's a very big like well, it's it's all studios like this. They they see something that works. That's what they want a Joker too so badly. Apparently, Todd Phillips is like they because I guess they doing press with like and people from Warner Brothers are with them all the time. They're always like so uh, like talking contracts all the time. And he's like I don't want to talk contracts. If I think I would have a lot more respect for Todd Phillips if he didn't make a sequel. I think that type of movie does not need a sequel. I think they give him enough money, he'll make a sequel. I don't know. He's about, he just seems But they'll make it, they'll announce it after the Oscars. Well, he made all the hangover sequels and those yeah. weren't. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I mean, I think if he was smart, he shouldn't. I think the biggest issue with DC, or, I mean, not DC, Warner Brothers right now is that Warner Brothers is like searching very deeply for a new franchise to capitalize on because Fantastic Beasts, no offense, is not doing is well. Not doing Unless well. the third one's like amazing, it's not going to do well. Yeah, the if the DC Extended Universe only just recently started picking up steam thanks to Aquaman. And Wonder Woman. And, and Wonder Woman. Should, no, that's Shazam what I'm saying. Didn't like, box office-wise, no. Box office, it would not, did I not think do well. critically, sorry. Well, it didn't do horrible at the box office. It did, like, average. Yeah. Yeah, but for a movie with that budget, it should have done... It, a lot it had more. A, didn't it have like a ninety million dollar budget? I thought it was like one hundred and fifty. Oh, I thought it. I thought it was under a hundred. No, it's under a hundred. Maybe with the advertising, it had a hundred or something. I'll but. find that out. Hold on. But like, I feel like DC should either stay doing. There's like, no way Shazam was over hundred. No, you could. You yeah, could you tell. Could tell. It was like a Deadpool type thing. Like exactly. Yeah. I feel like DC should either like. We said it's eighty to a hundred million. Yeah. That's yeah. That's probably it, with advertising. It's, it's a small. 100. That's a small budget for a superhero movie. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I thought it was more. Because I feel like DC. Should that's why I was like, "What are you talking about?" I didn't do that's that why I was confused. I was like, "That was not a big yeah, budget movie." Yeah, I was movie. like super confused when you said that. It only made like three hundred million worldwide. But for that budget, it's not horrible. It's not great though. No, I know it was average. But still, but it still made it was money. Good. Yeah, critically, it did very well. But like, I feel like DC should either. Also, you got to also look at. Sorry, you got to look at when it came out. I mean, that too. They, that they was put in horrible. the work. It was in between Captain Marvel and. It Avengers should have been out at Christmas because it's got the yeah, Christmas theme. Yeah, but then Aquaman it. had Christmas. They have this Christmas. To be honest with you, it should have done like January. No, it should have done the winter months. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it would have done really well then. Like DC movies, I feel like do well in December, like even DC, though there's only been one. But. DC should put a movie in January because, like, look what's March and February. Marvel has like boomed with that like they yeah. should put in but january but i still feel like really january well. and september studios are still like this is like the time where people no want to not do that but you know it's funny though all the oscar movies they put out the week before christmas like the week of christmas just to get it for oscars but then they come out in january and they make so much money i'll never you understand think why why theaters we, we've talked about this before but why they don't release them because it's also like you know college kids are off everybody is Every's home off. and it's cold the holidays like everything like people like, are need something to do yeah they go sit in a movie theater and it's like it just makes no sense and like you know we've like we've cited movies before like American Sniper yeah um, I think this year's gonna have a lot Deadpool, too because all those like, movies are yeah. all those Oscar ones but no I was saying about DC I feel like they, they would be successful if they either choose doing uh, like it's like a, a big universe or just doing like kind of like solo standalone like more artsy movies I feel like they should choose because like I think they can do well if they do something that Marvel can't it's really just you know the point I mean? of, like, you know, um, Warner Brothers needs to take their hands out of the cookie jar. No, exactly. But I feel like if they, because, like, those type of things. Well, because could, whenever they don't, whenever they just let, here, Creative Liberty go, don't follow a comic book storyline, do whatever you freaking want, mm-hmm. that's when the DC movies are very good. No, yeah. So. I'm just saying, because I feel like with Joker, like, Marvel couldn't do that. So if you do, like, that's, you kind of build your own thing. No, Marvel doesn't have, like, the characters or the dark storylines. No, but the only one that's with what I'm saying. Carnage, I feel. The only 
person who can go that dark is Carnage. Yeah, Carnage. But you know, Sony is Sony owns that. No, no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So like I'm saying they that because that's that's what Todd Phillips did. He wanted to make something that Marvel couldn't. And like they, if you go that more route with a standalone kind of more darker themes, you can make your own kind of like your well, own success out of that. You know, the thing is that DC tried to do that and they saw some success, but hiring Zack Snyder to head the DCEU was the wrong choice. That's when it all went downhill. No, no, I know, but I think that it shouldn't be a DCEU. I think it should just be like standalones. No, but he, when the DCEU was beginning, like Man of Steel, it made a. It I don't made, mind Man of Steel. Steel. Did, I think Man of Steel is actually a lot better now, like when you watch when you it watch later. You watch the other ones, the other yeah, garbage ones. But it's also just like, again, like Man of Steel, the aesthetic and everything. We talked about this before, too. I don't understand why Zack Snyder changed everything. But once he became the head, that's when it all went down. Yeah, Man of Steel had more of a Christopher Nolan esque type. Yeah, well, that, he was a that was they were trying to capitalize on that because I, I think just, they were trying to get Christopher Nolan. I just read. Yeah, 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 the, the I just together. read that Christian Bale said that they asked Christopher Nolan to do a fourth movie on the Batman trilogy, and he said no. So I think they were trying to like be a producer on Man of Steel, try to help us, and maybe you'd be they're like trying to get oh, him I wanted to, to be the again. head of it. Yeah, but it's like. Zack Snyder, but Man of Steel, it's like, you could have done it, but then he just, like, changed everything, and it just went downhill from there. And again, I still want to see Zack Snyder's Justice League, because I think he learned his lesson after Batman vs. Superman, but honestly, I'll still say it, even though I want to see his version of Justice League, he shouldn't have been the head of it, and he shouldn't have been picked for Batman vs. Superman. Mm -hmm. You know what's funny? Someone else should have been. I feel like DC has gotten more popular once they, like, lifted the dark, like, the DCEU, at least, lifted, like, they started going more, like, lighter i feel like they just started going more successful you know like with shazam aquaman all those movies aren't that dark yeah but those aren't dark characters though like batman is a dark we'll see we'll see when the batman comes out i think it would have been fine it's just you know they first of all again they picked the wrong director i think the storylines could have worked had we not been working with someone who i don't i don't know why he wants to do that like no offense but like i said Zack snyder has only like two good movies to his name two three good movies to his name the rest of them are like garbage i also think dc tried to like rush it they didn't want to like take their time because they were like they wanted to catch up with marvel too quickly well batman versus superman should have never happened to be honest yeah they i should have they, had a man of steel too i think yeah i want i wanted them to have like at least adjust like some of the justice league you could introduce some of them in justice league but not like what they did with um did they introduce they kind of introduced black widow more in hawkeye sort of too. in but I'm saying you got they to know them more in Avengers. Slowly. They should have still done yeah. the slow burn up until... No, Hawkeye you found out in Thor. But I'm saying he was only in one scene. Like, you yeah, could have, like, referenced them but have them develop in the movie, which is fine. But they tried to, like, do everything in Batman vs. Superman and Justice League. And I that's mean, what happened. I mean, two DCs, um, like, to their... Uh, in their defense, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, like, everyone knows them. They're the, like, no, the three that, greatest no, superheroes. So, I like... I understand it to an extent, and no offense, but people also know Aquaman too. Like, no, even yeah. though like, and the Flash on the CW, people were it's also hard with upset the, with Grant Gustin could, not being cast. No, but like DC could have totally done Justice League the way they did it, but they just did all the wrong things. Mm-hmm. The directors and everything were wrong. That's the biggest problem. That's the biggest problem because it's like when you look at the Justice League, everyone knows who those superheroes are. Like, mm-hmm. even if you only know generally what they That's are, true. Aquaman. He can talk to fish. He can swim underwater. He's strong and shit like that. Yeah. The Flash, fastest man alive. Wonder Woman, basically female Superman. Superman is Superman. Batman Man's is Batman. Batman. Like you don't like and Cyborg. Is yeah. A For Marvel. Is a cyborg. Yeah. yeah. For Cyborg's not even part of the founding. I know. Like, That's what pisses me off. He's a Teen Titan. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna even get into that. But then we got um. Then you know with the Marvel universe, it's like you have a bunch of characters that people don't really know. Like Captain America is I. 
before we knew stuff, I just knew Captain America was like a dude who dressed in like a patriotic outfit. Like before we actually got. See, to know I wouldn't him. consider him the most random one. I mean, like, no, 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 not random. I'm saying he's someone I knew. Spider Man, oh, yeah. obviously, I Spider-Man, knew. I knew the in X-Men, and out the X Men in and out. Fantastic Four. Iron Man, I knew because he had a short lived '90s animated yeah. series. But everyone else is just kind of like that's why they and needed the Hulk. their and the Hulk. Yeah. But it's like that's why they needed their movies. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. So like DC could have done it. It's just everything they went about the wrong way. It's and just yeah. Warner Brothers panicked. Yeah, I, I mean, know. And they uh, had everything. They literally have every single character they can ever use at the disposal. Like yeah. sorry, they could have been amazing. It shouldn't have been Zack Snyder. It shouldn't have been Zack Snyder. I'm gonna still put it out there. It should not have been him. It just shouldn't. I mean, like I know Jimmy loves Watchmen and stuff, but Watchmen. Watchmen wasn't that great. Also, that TV show everyone should be watching it. It's so good. It's very confusing. I know, but it's so good. Everybody. But yeah, Watchmen, the movie, 2009 movie, I did not care about at all. The only movies I like from Zack Snyder are 28 Days Later. He did that one. No, right? that's that's Danny Boyle. No, who he did the zombie one. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. I'm sorry, I get those He did Dawn of the Dead? He did the remake, yeah. I like that's Dawn a great of, movie. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead remake is really good. And then I like, like the first 300. I didn't care for 300. The second I, 300 is absolute garbage. Yeah, that was disgusting. <laughs> well, that wasn't Zack Snyder, yeah. so. No, I know what I'm saying. So those are the only two movies I really care that Zack Snyder has ever made. You're saying before Man of Steel? Yeah. Oh, okay. Everything else he's made <laughs> hasn't been good. And yeah. if you look at his Rotten Tomato score, his movies have done like garbage. So, mm-hmm. okay, so now back to um, DC doing R-rated movies. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What um so what villain would you like to see have an R-rated movie? Our origin story ish. Mm, Lex God. Luthor. Lex Luthor? Actually, Which, that's pretty good. Yeah. But they just need to find the right Lex Luthor. It's so sad because the TV Brian version Christ. of Lex Brian Cranston would be a good yeah. Lex Luthor. <laughs> but the TV version of Lex Luthor's are so good. I know. John Michael Cryer's Rosenbaum, great. John Cryer. It's the only it's good thing about like, Supergirl. It's so it's so annoying that they can't just pick a. How good was one. Kevin Spacey? Actually, no, Kevin Spacey was really. He was good. a good. He was, he was, a good, was really good. Was a good one. I never saw that. Super Gene Hackman. He, yeah, Gene Hackman, and then uh, Zack Snyder picked Jesse fucking Eisenberg. I don't mind Jesse Eisenberg. He's not my favorite, but I, I really didn't. The mind way he him played as. him was very weird. Now I'm trying to think of other. De- I'm trying to think of more Batman villains. I mean, Deathstroke would be a nice one. Yeah, that's be cool. I wish Joe Maggiello was still playing. Um, I think they should still use I know. him. He I looks just like him. I don't know what they're doing. Just retcon that entire scene. But I'm trying to think of like a really dark Batman villain. No, the, there's so the many. Scarecrow. Scarecrow yeah. probably no, be but, good. I mean, that it's, That would just be a horror film. It's hard because Batman villains, there's so many that are so good, but it's like I have to think of one that actually has a pretty good like origin story I want to hear. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think like. Um, Poison Ivy. I don't know. Poison Ivy. I love Poison Ivy so much. Hush. Oh my God. Hush is really good. Oh my uh, God. There's too many. There's too many. I mean, we're getting our Harley Quinn. We've already had like our semi and Suicide Squad, and we're well, gonna get another really one. She's not really a villain, to be honest. No, no, they, no they, yeah. she's like an anti-hero now. She kind of is like, who's that person that's just like, they're good, they're they they're good, but like when they want to do something, they're the anti-hero. anti-hero. No, I'm saying, but I'm trying to think of someone else that, that Catwoman. Maybe Cat- Catwoman's that way. Yeah, Cat- whenever she feels like it, she'll do it. She is Black Cat, Venom. Those by her own rules. I mean, those are Marvel Spider-Man characters, but they're anti-heroes too. Yeah, Punisher. I mean. <laughs> I feel like Batman it, itself, like, they could make an R.A. movie, too. Because Batman's just dark. Like, Superman, if they made R, that'd be so stupid. Batman would be an amazing R.A. Yeah. movie. But the thing is, is, like, we just have to, like, wait because we have to reintroduce him again. Yeah, no, hold on. I'm trying to think. There's, like, one really good... Riddler. I wouldn't want to see an maybe. origin. Penguin, story. I feel like, would be a good R.A. Mm. But you Peng- can go either way with well, Penguin. Penguin has a really... is weird because it's, like, it's like here's where it's for Penguin. I actually <laughs> think that I would like a nice Poison Ivy one. R, though? 
You think that needs to be Yeah, R? I can see her having an R-rated movie because they probably introduce they probably bring in Harley Quinn. Okay. But they well, show that she can, okay, not, but, but they show that Harley mm-hmm. Quinn can be PG-13. With Suicide Squad, she could be in a PG-13 movie. So yeah, she yeah. could, but I think that she was a little tamed, tamed down. We'll see you after Birds of Prey. Have they officially? Well, especially when we saw the animated, the oh, DC yeah. animated. See, one. but that I liked the first episode, but that would bother me if that was every single episode. It just seemed like I a loved shtick. it. I loved yeah. It. Um. Hold on. This. Oh, There's so many DC villains. Like I'm like can't. Think Red of Hood. Anything. Oh my god. But he's an antihero. Red Hood is. Yeah. I really want to see that storyline. It's just so hard because we haven't found the definitive Joker to remain in the role unfortunately i think actually i think a, a, a legit killing joke would be good or, because that needs to be r-rated that'd be cool because the animated version is actually r-rated just have mark hamill be the joke if we did a legit if they did a legit killing joke that would be awesome but it couldn't come yet because we also need to do a batgirl and batgirl's yeah. supposed to be down the pipeline because it hasn't been shelved completely since joss whedon i was gonna say that was the one that josh whedon was almost doing mm-hmm. right well they said that um this random girl got this girl that literally straight out of juilliard got cast in the batman and they said that there's a rumor that she's supposed to be Batgirl. It's like it's very up in the air because she could be Batgirl or she could be the new Robin. No, yeah, there's a female Robin. I, they're they're very that's a, that's a big speculation for that one. But, but I, mean, I do like, like the blue. They're going with the blue and gray. Um, like suit. thinking, like thinking, like with the Titans TV show, that's pretty R rated, and I think it doesn't yeah. need to be, but I think it works with it because it's just so gritty. Well, like versus this first season, um, the second season, almost done with the second season. I only have to watch the last two episodes. <laughs> Titans season two isn't so blatantly putting in we're R-rated now and it's made it a lot better because they do drop fucks and it is bloody, but it's like it helps the tone a lot. Mm-hmm. It does. And it's a lot better than like the first season where he's like, fuck Batman. And like just like they're all dropping fucks. Like, that was like the trailer. Seconds. They're like, let's show how many fucks we can drop. Oh, yeah. But like the second season like really like took it and tamed it down, but it's like still, it helps it so much. Like the DC really universe would really benefit from having an R rating but not grat- for gratuitous no, not purposes not just for purpose like story purposes for story yeah. purposes it would be so much better okay i think we all agree on that yeah well because like we now that we've seen enough of it to see that it works i think that like it the, it would be successful and now we know especially with joker people are willing to go see R rated movies no yeah mm-hmm. i mean you got deadpool logan joker and it would help warner brothers also cuz it's like you know, you don't just have to aim superhero movies at children. Like, it's obvious. It's that gotten big pe- enough where you can. Yeah. You don't have to anymore. Yeah. Older people want to see the superhero movies too. Like, you don't need the children to be buying like all the merchandise and shit like that. Especially now when your movies are making like a billion dollars. Yeah, I still feel like didn't they didn't they make merchandise for Logan? Where he's like old and stuff. They probably did. And probably ch- kids probably yeah. bought it. I mean, Deadpool. They have so much. Deadpool they have like merch. that. Like, That's true. I know they have like those statues and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh man, you know, what I just thought of. I talked with our friend Matthew Gerard Massiello. We always use his full name today about how this is just totally a sidebar. How fucking dick it, like fucking dickish it is of Disney that we have that they are essentially forcing children and other people to buy Disney Plus so they can keep up with the Marvel universe. Oh yeah, that uh. when they first announced that, I was like, so now you have you have you know if you want to know what's going on, you have to watch. But it's the also like universe, it's like you got Disney little Disney kids. Plus. You know, the like we just said about kids and stuff, it's like kids now have to buy or they have to beg their parents to buy this subscription service just so they can go see the other movies. Mm-hmm. 
It's annoying. I'll watch Marvel for an hour. I'll buy like Yeah, but that's not the point. Like theater. it's just like it's such, because Matt brought up and he's like, Well, aren't other streaming services doing that? I'm like, No. He's like, DC doesn't do that. I'm like, DC has established the multiverse. So yeah. because they have a multiverse, they can be like, Oh, that's an alternate universe. So that's why it's all separate. Yeah. So they don't you don't have to do watch it. But like I think on Crisis on Infinite Earths, like in the next couple of weeks, I think they are bringing like the movie Justice League. They are mentioning them because it's another multi uh, universe. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I just think it's unfair for kids. Like obviously, I bought Disney Plus because I'm gonna watch yeah. it. But I just think it's unfair for children because it's like you're forcing children to do this. Like mm-hmm. you know, like their parents like might not be able to afford it or or stuff like that. Like that's kind of unfair. Yeah. Yeah. Well. It still like had fifteen million downloads in its first. It's day, more so. now. It, well, again, like that's adults and stuff. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if Disney Plus saw. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> okay, Matt so. decided to like like play with a plastic. Bag. I was unfolding it. Yeah, I know that is the noisiest thing in the world. I barely. <laughs> well, heard concerning it. this, what we're doing right now. No, but I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a decrease in Disney Plus subscribers in the coming months because they're going to run out of original content. Yeah, there's like not a lot of enough original content to keep me. The only thing I'm for really you though, but for is, it might be for other people, that's what I'm saying. The Simpsons right now. These for kids the there's actually the a good amount of original content. I mean, we'll see. No, yeah, I'm saying it's but not, like I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a major decrease in the coming months when people are just kind of like yeah. <laughs> they'll throw something out there if they ever see a decrease they'll be like here you go here's something I still don't get why Marvel's What If isn't out I just don't I don't either but I feel like there's something connected to the Mar- it's connected somehow it's connected the major I, delay it just I, I don't know how there's just something about, that's why I'm like they should have put it out first but then I'm like it's purposely planned in within phase four and they said that's all connected and I was like I don't know there's just something about it that makes me like iffy. Like I'm I like, understand that it? all the actors and stuff have like really busy schedules, but it's just like something should have been done. You know, it's not even they don't even have high episode counts. That's a thing. No, they have, yeah. they have the Marvel Hero Project. <laughs> I don't okay. even know what that is. I've Apparently, watched, it's like it's like one hundred percent of Rotten Tomatoes almost every episode. I watched like that's because it's about like children, like sick children. No, not that there's anything wrong say, with that. Wrong? <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's like a charitable like show. Oh. Do you guys ever see a, the world according to Jeff Goldblum? I haven't watched it. No. That is like the. We saw like a clip of it once. First but. of all, it's like the dumbest show ever, but it's so funny and weird. Me and my brother and my sister in law watched a little bit of it yesterday, and like I was cracking up only because Jeff Goldblum's so fucking weird. <laughs> he he went really to a weird. tattoo convention in one of the episodes, and he's just like, you know, you know, and he's like doing his hand <laughs> things where he like looks like he's just like doing like spirit fingers he's like you know i i never felt the felt the need to get myself jellied up and i'm just like and i'm like what did he say and i was like what does that mean and they're like he's literally just saying tattooed up but for some reason he used the word jelly <laughs> and there's one episode he's liter- getting stuffed with ink yeah but there's one episode the new episode is literally just him eating ice cream <laughs> and talking about why people like ice cream and why he likes ice cream it's the world the, according to I'm, the that's exactly what the entire episode's about. That's why I'm like, this is the weirdest show. I'm like, I don't get it. But it's funny, and it's Jeff fucking Goldblum. I know. And on that note, we'll take a quick break. Hey, guys. This is B from Arbitrary Advice. Your one-stop shop for advice, arbitrary and otherwise. We talk about anything and everything, from serious issues to internet challenges and life hacks. Have a question or topic you want covered? I'm available through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or email me at arbitraryadvicepodcast at gmail.com. My mission is to help people through their challenges, no matter the size. 
New episodes every Sunday and available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Okay, and we are back. <coughs> Matt just coughed. I'm so sorry. Cut around him. Yeah. We are back, and um, we Time are now going event. to talk about Knives Out, the new Ryan Johnson. Is, John- is it Rain or Ryan? Ryan. Johnson. Ryan. Oh, is it Ryan? Ryan it Johnson Rain. movie? It's Ryan. It's R-I-A-N. There's no way that could be Rain. Yeah, I thought it was Ryan. Uh, it's Ryan or Rian. I'm pretty sure it's Ryan, though. I thought it was Rian. It's the new Ryan Johnson who done it. Um, it was so good. It was very good. Can I just say, he's a director that needs to be in, like, niche, like, these type of, like, niche movies. That's why I don't think he did as well in Star Wars Last Jedi. Yeah. Because, like, he needs, like... He made that into a niche movie, and people were like, no. I think that's what I think that's what happened. You can't do that with this type of movie. Especially, like, it's not like it's a reboot of the series. It's, like, it's a continuation. You can't just throw away fucking everything. That's exactly. how... That's why the prequels didn't do it. Mitochlorians. Fuck Mitochlorians. But, yeah, it was really good. The cast was, like, amazing. Everyone, like, was, like, pretty good. I don't think there was, like, a bad person, per se. No, I didn't no, think yeah. there was a weak person in there. Uh, the only one is the kid from It who just had like three lines. He just sat there. I was oh, Jaden Martell. I yeah. almost wish there were some people that are in it more. I, like I him like and, his um, old name better. His real name. <laughs> like J- saying Jaden Lieberhausen. <laughs> and then the girl, um, what's his name? Or Lieberman. Michael Shannon's wife. I don't know Ricky her Lindholm. Yeah, I feel like they, the two of them could have maybe been You mean more. the biggest glorified um, uh, guest star on every sitcom yeah. ever? Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, I actually, effort, so spoilers, I thought... That the whole twist was going to be... Um, oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Let's read the synopsis oh, first. Let's read the synopsis first. I need first. to get my phone out. Hold on. Do, 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 Jimmy. It's loading. Jimmy, IMB. hurry up. Okay. Synopsis. When renowned... Renowned? Yeah. For some reason, I read re-owned. When renowned crime novelist Harlan Thromby, Christopher Plummer, is found dead at his estate just after his 85th birthday. The inquisitive de- and debonair detective. It's also a li- a li- Benoit, this is also a reading Benoit, lesson. Benoit, Benoit Blanc, Daniel Craig, is mysteriously enlisted to investigate. From Harlan's dysfunctional family to his devoted staff, Blanc sifts through a web of red herrings and self serving lies to uncover the truth behind Harlan's untimely death. Um. Keep eyeing to be up because I don't remember her name. The, the nurse. Hold on. Read all of the people who are starring in this. So we have Daniel Craig, Did Chris Evans, Anna de Armas, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, Don Johnson, Tony Collette, Lakeith Stanfield, Christopher Plummer, Catherine Langford, Jaden Martell, Ricky Lindholm, Edie Patterson, Frank Oz, and Kay Callan. Callan. Yeah. What a stack. Did you say cast. Michael Shannon? I did say Michael uh, Shannon. Yeah, that, was, that, that cast was like. Really good. And the only yeah. unknown that I didn't know of was the best part. Anna de Armas was the best part of that movie. She's like just coming up, now, coming yeah. out now. I only knew her from like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. And she's gonna be in the new Bond film. Yeah. yeah. See, like I didn't have like a favorite. I thought they were all just really good. Like there was no like a there was not one person I thought was like shining above the rest. I think uh, for me, Anna de Armas. She's really? Definitely. No, she was really good. I loved she's, her. She's the best. And, then and Daniel I also Craig. loved Christopher Plummer for some reason. See, yeah, I Daniel Craig though from the trailers, I thought his accent was gonna be so annoying. But like, it was at first, like the first scene he was in. But I was like, oh, I'm used to it now. Okay, cool. At first, it was annoying because I was just like, what is he saying? Yeah, <laughs> but I I thought the big twist they were gonna like put like the whole like murder mystery on its head and like be the whole twist be that it was the nurse by accident. But I did like how like I literally was like little by little you're like still 
getting a little twist, twist, what I always call it? Twisty twist. Twist, twizzit twisty, twist. Twisty, twisty twizzits. Twisty twizzits. And then I wasn't, and I was. Why would you do that, Jimmy? I'm so sorry. What did guys. you do? You put a bunch of ice in I his mouth. I only have mouth. one ice cube. Oh, okay. And Stop he's trying talking. to slowly <laughs> melt it in his mouth without making a bunch of noise. I don't like the face you're making. <laughs> yeah, his face is not. <laughs> but no, yeah, I. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you like put it towards the mic? I have some more. Because yeah. both of you apparently forgot that we're, <laughs> we're recording and deciding to just do you random You know when things. I talk about movies, I have to fold little bags. <laughs> no, but with the, the nurse, I, 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 was kinda, I was surprised by that. Wait, but no one knows what you're talking about. Um, I'm trying to think what she did. Yeah, okay. So pretty much, like, so Ana de Armas plays Maria Cabrera. Also, if you're watching our show, or if you're listening without watching the movie, thank you. Yes. Um, and she is like Christopher Plummer's, um, home nurse, nurse slash like friend. He kind of hires her just to be like his friend. Cause his family's fucking crazy. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, so every night it was his 85th birthday. They, she goes to like help him get good to bed and take all his medication and stuff. And he wants to play this game, which I've never heard of before. Go. Go. I've never heard of it, but they're playing it. Like they're playing it. I think it's an Asian like um, gambling game. Oh, okay. So pretty much like they're playing, and she always beats him. So if she beats him, then he gets she gets to take the medicine and stuff. But but what he does is wait what she gets to take the medicine? no he gets he has he has to give she has to give him the medicine. Either basically, way, basically medicine. she wins, and then he has to listen to what she says. Yeah, but 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 he really. But he knocks the game over because he's getting like upset that she's winning. He's like joke playing. Yeah, yeah. and it knocks over the two medications she has to give him, which is morphine and like an anti-inflammatory toradol. And (laughs) because everyone knows what toradol is, (laughs) and she switches it by accident and gives him the hundred milligrams of morphine and only three milligrams of the toradol. And they they can't find the like, and she can't find the the Narcan, which is like the anti opioid reversal thing okay just for also reference the three of us have worked at a pharmacy so that's why we are just like throwing out like terms in case you guys are like uh, confused yeah. i didn't know it. a term i didn't know that it was anti-inflammatory it's an anti- it a heavy duty anti-inflammatory but um yeah so pretty much he says i don't want you to go down for this lee he, tell, he gives her a whole plan tells her what to do because he is a murder mystery writer and yeah. the editing for that scene i like almost forgot that like that wasn't like that was a flashback and i was like i was like so like interested on the screen i was like oh wow we're not yeah. actually i didn't know it was a flashback time. either i thought that it was just like them talking that's what I'm saying. how it was, how so, it was happening it like seamlessly went from it and out of it i was like oh that was a flashback okay, yeah so it's so much, elaborate this yeah plan. yeah like he she has to make sure everyone knows that she's leaving make as much noise as possible but sneak back in the house through like a back through a trick entrance, window through a trick window dress in his clothes and go downstairs and then, then as making noise so then they think it's him and she'll go back upstairs and then she has to relieve the same way yeah. and turn her car off the road at some point so she doesn't get the security cameras it was supposed to be but she messes after up the after the elephant. elephant but she turned off before the elephant so she was on the security cameras Turning which i was very confused about because I'm like, I can see you on the security camera <laughs> turning off. And then I was like, oh, it's supposed to be after the ele- elephant. An yeah. elephant statue. But then in my mind, I was just like, why didn't he just like fucking tell her to follow the road? That's true. <laughs> but um, yeah, so pretty much so. It, and then he slits his own throat to make it look like but he killed himself. It, it to make it suicide. look like he killed himself. Because he then, was okay with dying. Yes. He was okay with dying. But then, and then uh, Daniel Craig's character comes in because he said someone just sent him the a clipping of the magazine and a bunch of money to come and investigate. And then he's just this whole investigation, the whole family's lying. And then the the 
the nurse has a thing where she can't lie or she throws up. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so out there, but so okay. Like everyone's so kinda, just like, all right. He like kind of keeps her by her side. Also, as like a, it's did like, this really happen? It's like it was almost like she was like a, a, a human. His Watson. He was, yeah. he was calling her his Watson. And like a human, like truth detector or like lie detector. And then I think probably the next big plot point is the will reading, where you find out that uh, Christopher Palmer's character leaves everything to Marta. Is her name Marta? Yes, Amadei no. Amos's character. Yeah, yes, it's Marta. Marta. And the Marta. family. And the family is just <laughs> loses not their shit. So it's like basically right before this happens, the entire family keeps telling Marta Amadei Amos's character, which from here on out we're just going to say Marta. Also, they so we don't also have to say, say her she's name. from a different country every time. They never say what it. her actual country yeah. is. There's literally from. like an underlying like illegal immigrant yeah. like thing going on. So like they basically don't know anything about her, but they. They keep saying, you're like family. We'll take care of you. And I wanted well, you at the funeral, but I was outvoted. But like, I was yeah, outvoted. Yeah. And then they kept like just saying shit to her. And then when everything like in the will and the will reading gets left to her, like shit hits the Jimmy fan. Lee Curtis in that scene was so, <laughs> take this piece of paper and shut up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and like that was like, this movie yeah, because, was one of those movies where it worked for PG-13. Like I'm glad they didn't do R just to like yeah, start Because pretty much I think what Michael Shannon's character wanted the publishing company Jamie Lee Curtis's character wanted the house, and then uh, Tony Collette's character wanted all money. the money. Yeah, and he was right before and before and during the party, they have like flashbacks of it that he kind of was like cutting off a lot of people, kind of signaling that there this was. This is what. This is what. Yeah. So what? Just like what they were saying? like signaling that he was going to give everything to Marta. This was. Ki- this was like what do you call? This is what um made me uh confused me. This was the first like thing that threw me off. So like when we do the flashback, did you guys notice he said, "I did it, Marta." I cut them all off just like you told me to, and we talked about. And I was like, "Uh oh." I didn't hear that. I don't remember that. He I said don't that, remember that. He did. He said that specifically. He's what like, part? Like where, where? When she was putting the medicine in, and he was telling her how. Or right he before t- he killed her. Right before no. he by accidentally. Yeah, like he was like saying, "He's like, I did it, Marta. I cut them all out just like we talked about, just like you told me to." He said that, and that threw me off intensely because I told him. Then I whispered to my mom, "I'm like." I'm not wrong, in a way, because we haven't gotten to the big just, twist yet. But did you know that she killed him already, or she killed? She no, thought you don't she find killed. Out, you don't find that out until the end. No, you find out that she killed. That you th- that she's no the one, one that your he's. Air quotes. No, no, but I'm saying you you know that she's the one that she like she thinks she's the reason she he yeah. died. Yeah, but that's also when she's telling her version of the story that happened. So you, that's why I was like, oh, okay, so. It could so at the time when you see what happens to um, Christopher Palmer's character, this is when Marta is actually telling the who was it? Uh, Christopher Palmer or oh Daniel when, Craig? This is when Daniel Craig is interrogating her, and in her mind, she actually doesn't say that this time. In her mind, she goes through what happened that night, so you don't know if it's actually true or not what she's saying. But he says that line specifically: "I did it, Marta. I cut them all out just like you told me to." That's when I was like, uh oh. Also, can we're we getting just, thrown off. Can we just say all the twists so we don't have to like work around it as we're talking? So no, let's wait. Well, no, I, I just feel like it's hard to talk about other. No, it's hard because they met, they throw back to other parts no, of the fine. movie. We'll, we'll be fine. Be, it's more fun this way. Well, if it comes out, I'm gonna say. I'm not, then, I'm, then you have to leave the the table. No. I'm so sorry. But um, <laughs> yeah. So pretty much now, Marta. Well, that's when I got thrown off. Apparently, you two. Didn't I did not. Even I didn't hear that. that. I, no. I, during Who Done It movies, I listened specifically to what pe- the dialogue very closely. See, now the only thing I caught was so pretty much when um, 
they're going out, what happened through the night, like the creaky stairs, the dogs barking. Um, I knew that wasn't him. You mean everything they told you? Yeah, no, no. But but the whole time I'm like, okay, so the thump happened, which was which was Christopher Plummer tripping um, mm-hmm. Marta's character. Not the game board falling over. The stairs, which was Marta going down the stairs yeah. In, yeah. in Christopher Plummer's outfit. And then, but the dogs barking never was brought up until the very end. Yeah, I, and I was waiting. I'm like, wait, but the dogs were barking at 3 a.m. There's, they're missing. Something's missing. I thought missing. that too. I was like, I was like, the dogs, the dogs. There's something. There's something going on. Wait, but as we're, who did you, who did you think it was? Like, who were you thinking? Because I had two people. I thought it was throughout the whole movie. I had movie. two people. I had the. I thought it was one of the kids. I don't know who I thought. I thought it was, was gonna be okay. Catherine Langford, or the guy from yeah, it, little kid I, from no, it. I thought it was Catherine Langford, and I thought it was. Um, Christopher Evans' character. Yeah, because I weirdly they weirdly focus on Catherine like Langford like at times, and they forget about it. And they're like they because I think, think, back, they, I think they, she they was actually like the said. only friend of Marta's who didn't sort treat of. her like the help. Sort gonna, of, sort of. Because yeah, she kind of but like, she was the closest. Everyone else said, "Oh yeah, they were, were best friends," but they were they could care less about her. Yeah. So, so like those who are I thought, and then you know we go through the movie and there's like a bunch of the twizzits and the turns and everything mm-hmm. like that. Well, the, after Until, the will readings, the big after the yeah, so pretty yeah. much her and Chris Evans, like he kind of saves her from the family because yeah. her car won't start, and they go. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis says, "Why didn't you stop her? Did you want me to grab the bumper with my teeth?" Yeah, I don't. <laughs> so um, so then pretty much they go to this like diner country place, and mm-hmm. Chris Evans. Like makes Marta eat like just he, okay. beans. His, beans ca- and, like, his character has the dumbest fucking name, Ransom. Ransom. That's his middle name. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. who the fuck eat, names their child Ransom? It's a rich family. It's a rich family. They have fancy Hugh names. Ransom yeah. Thromby. Yeah, but when she's eating, I'm just like, why is she just eating a bowl full of beans? That's yeah. quite gross. She, yeah, I was like, There's this is reason. disgusting. Why she kept eating but that? But it's because <laughs> Chris Evans knows that she can't lie without throwing up. So yeah. he's like, tell me all what happened. And you and hear him ask for an extra, an extra extra bowl at the beginning of the scene i'm like why are they ordering an extra yeah. bowl i actually thought when he picked her up so when he like saved her from the family i'm like oh my god they're a couple i thought they were like a couple and then like because this movie i literally had no idea who it was yeah so like i thought they were like a that's couple, the really good thing know, about this movie you going really, against it he puts you you think it's because like, like for a while i was like they show you something about don johnson i was like Don Johnson. And I was like, it's Tony Collette. I was like, going, I was like, oh, it has to be this person. It has to be. I was like, but then I took. But then it's like, it's all, it's all of them. I took a, a clue from the office when there was like uh, the episode where they do the, the, the murder mystery. Dwight says, it's never the person you most suspect. It's never the person you least suspect. It's the person you medium suspect. And that's why I was thinking the kids because I'm like, they're weirdly showing them, but not a lot. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I thought it was going to be a, all of them. Like I a murder on the Orient Express type, type twist. Yeah, well, Matt, you should have. You should know what the ending to Murder on the Orient Express it's is. It's a book that's I been around for decades. I'm so sorry. Well, okay, well then, I mean, I'm that sorry. is what actually that is who I, I thought it was going to be a Murder on the Orient Express type situation. So did so I? I thought it was going to. They be... were all going to have a part in killing <gasps> him. I thought it was too, and then I was I was just so confused during this movie. But um, which is why I love. Good. So pretty yeah. much now, Chris Evans knows the whole. And he's trying truth. to help her just for get his part of the money. Yeah, so he knows exactly what happens that she switched the. Well, she told him everything. The medications around and that. All the stuff he did. I just felt bad for Marta because I was like, "Stop trusting people." <laughs> yeah, but then the next <laughs> day, trusting this family. The next day, there's like a weird like envelope in the mail, unmarked, and it's just like well, every, the, well the press starts the is that that's when the press starts yeah. to like come to Marta's house. But she realizes that because they, 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 they know that, that she's, she's like the hair of the Trombley, the heir, the heir of the Trombley, whatever. Yeah. Thromby. Th- uh, fortune. <laughs> yeah. She said so many things wrong. 
But um, yeah, so pretty much now she gets a thing with like her medical bag, which she couldn't find. Her name tag is like photocopied onto this paper with the top of the um, toxicology toxicology report. report from the medical examiners, and it says, "I know what you did." Last summer. So. I didn't was say last no, you didn't say that. Summer. So but basically, it's the only incriminating evidence yeah. against Marta because yeah. it'll show what what drugs were uh-huh. in his. And also, system. all before she's been like trying to cover her tracks as like Daniel Craig is like going around the house because like the dog keeps bringing back something she broke off when she climbed. Yeah, she like, erases the, the videotape. Yeah, the, she, 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 the mud the footprints. Footprint. She just like walks all through. She go, what? I can't the, hear you. What? Okay, that was the funniest thing when she kept walking through the mud and it was like, oh, oh, and then she called the dogs and it was like, oh no, and then they're like, no one step anywhere. She's like, what? And then she just keeps walking. I can't hear you. Sorry, what? Yeah, so pretty much she goes to Chris Evans, and she's like, what do we do? And they're like, we got to go to the um, medical examiners. So. Oh, and then were you guys also thrown off when when you see the small drop of blood on her shoe? And I was like, oh, my God, they did it. No, because he, because you saw time. him slit his throat when she yeah, was standing there. Yeah, but again, there. you didn't know if that was real, though. Oh, oh I, okay. I assumed that I assumed that, that, that was real. Yeah. Like, so she, I that didn't whole story assume was it was real because I mean, because she didn't vomit. So many that's why I many movies. Yeah, but that's because he told her tell them fragments of the story. Yeah. She pretty much told him the truth. It Just, might no, not but before, have been. but before the during the whole flashback, I was like, oh, they're not. I mean, I'm well, I didn't know if that was true because I mean, you know. You know, you don't know like movies nowadays. And yeah. It's like that's a fa- that was a fake scene that didn't actually happen. Yeah. But um, so they go to the medical examiner's office and it's burned down. It's all on fire and all the. Oh, all, I was laughing so gone. hard during that because I was just like, of course. I was like, this girl cannot catch a fucking break. It's all gone, and now she's with Chris Evans. <laughs> my, she mom, went, my mom's just like, poor girl. Then she won the funniest <laughs> car chase ever. Uh, yeah, but she's with Chris <laughs> Evans, and Chris Evans like, well, <laughs> how fast are you going? Are you going? I'm this is a Honda. You got the uh, like the, you got the ransom note uh, right. And like no, like what, what, I don't know what to do. I just have this uh, blackmail note, and he goes, "Did you check your email?" And I'm like, "Who the fuck emails a bribery note?" Or he said email, yeah. text, and all that. But I was yeah, like, but, who, but yeah, she goes, "Wait, it? I didn't check my email." And of course, it's but she has one email. only, only yeah, one, only <laughs> email. And she, you know, checks it, and it says where to the go. Address, but yeah. then that's when Daniel Craig's character sees her, and they speed off in like her. Little Hyundai, Hyundai like Sonata or something. Yeah. It was like a little hatchback Hyundai, and it can only go like sixty miles an hour, and they're yeah. trying to get away, and it's just not working. So they and then finally, she, and then all of a sudden, she becomes like Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, and like starts going through those like, like yeah, yeah, going through those alleys. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, but I'm then they like, we're safe. They Four seconds later, they, they everybody caught. caught up to them, and um, they take Chris Evans away because and she vomits in a cup. Yeah, well, why do they disgusting. take him away? Why? Because, because they think it, they think they he, thought it was him. They thought someone someone said something that they confessed about. Oh, the grandmother kept saying ransom. Yes, because at at the night she saw um, Marta's character come back down, coming back down, and she goes ransom. You're back already. You're back. You're back again so yeah. soon. Because so ransom had left the party early, and she was like ransom. Where are you going? She was funny. Yes, but um. So pretty much they take him in, and Daniel Craig's like, follow. We're going to go to the police station. You're going to give your testimony thing again and then he's just like but i'm gonna write a marta to the to the to the station yeah and she's like can we stop for a second i need to get something yeah so she goes into where the where the uh, blackmailer said to go to and there's just a uh it's like this old creepy laundromat yeah and also i don't ever i've never seen like addresses just like it was 1209 the address 1209 rear entrance like i never seen, seen that, that. oh have you that? yeah it just looked like it was like they that's for more deliveries they, i was gonna it looks like they painted it on just for the movie i was well, like they could have but no yeah but um so she goes into the house and there's house, a, it's a laundromat. the laundromat and there is a body you see you see, you a, see a, figure, shadow a figure figure yeah. but you know sitting. it's like you know it's gonna be someone dead or something well, well like, because the trailer but um oh i didn't remember not even that i just i told i was just like i was like she dead 
dead. Yeah. Well, it, her shoe well, was you off. find out it's the housekeeper. The housekeeper. What's her name? Dawn? I don't know. But <laughs> this is house. But pretty much she has She's overdosed on morphine. Yes. And Marta is like when she's like who 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 sent me here and something and she goes Hugh did this and then she says something else she, she said there. no she said stash stash yeah Copy. Hugh did this stash. and then stash yeah and then she then Marta saved her and then Marta tried to her. save her yeah she well, gave Marta, her the Narcan and she called the ambulance called an ambulance well she had a choice because Marta was like if I call the ambulance like it's over if I let her die, I can still get away with this. But, but Marta, which they keep emphasizing, Marta is a good person. Marta calls nine one one, and you know the jig is up. She and Daniel Craig are at the uh, hospital. at the hospital where she confesses to everything. And Chris Evans also told the cops everything that he has, she had told him. Yeah. So they, it's like you're in big trouble, Missy. <laughs> you're in big trouble, Missy. That's what the whole but, scene was. But then she was like, "I know where the toxicology report is." So then. Um, also, Daniel Craig seemed very calm all during all this. Like, he knew something was like... Yeah. yeah. So then they go back to the house. Because she's going to tell the family what happened. She's yeah. going to come clean, and then they're going to arrest her and stuff. So she's like, but wait, let me get the toxicology report first, which is in the housekeeper's... Stash. Weed drug stash. stash. Yeah, which is above a fireplace, but no one really uses it anymore because... Like, in the old clock, like Yeah, a, like but a no one really clock. uses it because uh, Catherine Langford's character, like, gave whoever wanted it, like, a jewel for yeah. pot. So it was... They don't really use it anymore. Also, because, like, who's the fuck's going to look at a clock? (laughs) So she gets it, and they're reading it, and she goes, okay, well, it's time for me to come clean. And she goes in front of the whole family. Also, before this, the family's harassing her. Oh, yeah, Yeah, the the family's family's harassing harassing her. Threatening to deport her mother. Yeah, and the whole thing is that if she she is found guilty of a crime, and criminally or civilly, of the murder, she loses all the inheritance, and and it would probably go to her. It's called, um, like, the slave. Lay? Slayer? The Slayer. The Slayer, Slayer rule. rule. But then um, the only other way that they can get the money is if Marta renounces the entire yeah. inheritance. Mm-hmm. And I like the Michael the Michael Shannon part where he's like, uh, you give us the money back and we'll make sure your mother stays here. We can get the great best lawyers with our like, resources. My head, I was like, no, it's all and, her and then, stuff. And yeah, then, I was just she, like, she has the resources And then she goes, oh, well, you know what? We'll just use my resources then and I'll help myself. Yeah, and he's like, oh, no, that's not what I meant. And she's like, no, I'm so sorry. It is. But she's, she's about to renounce the will. She's about to renounce the will to everyone and they're all like super excited. Well, they won't. I, I don't. She's going to lose it anyway if she found guilty. But they don't know anything him. about yeah, that. Yeah, but no. she was about to be screwed. They were all super excited because they think that they finally convinced her Daniel Craig to... Runs um, yeah, Daniel Craig it. has read the toxicology report and, and runs stops her in just and in stops time. her and, and this brings is where, her in. This is where, like... We uncover the, the un- truth. Yeah, so pretty the much her, Daniel Craig, the two cops, and then they bring in Chris Evans. And you find out that well, you okay. first think it's the cop, which I was like, I swear to God, if it's I didn't think cop, it was the cop. The I had they... no idea. No, no, I didn't think it was a cop at all. For a split second, because I was like, Ranger, uh, whatever your name is, are you going to do this? Like, because he does, I feel like he would do that. Like, he would be like, it's the cop. But pretty much, Chris <laughs> Evans, so moral of the story is Chris Evans is the evil killer. Yeah. Which um, I was surprised, but like, not surprised at the same time. Yeah, but pretty much at the He's party not when the he evil killer technically. well no when he leaves the this is all his master when well, he, he leaves the housekeeper yeah but when he leaves the party you find out that he has said the, the grandfather had said to him i'm Marta's cutting you everything. off and everything off marta's getting everything so at this point he's like no and he what he does is he he sneaks up the trellis first yeah and switches before they all go up to bed what he does is he takes the morphine out and the toradol out and switches, switches them. Again. So pretty much, 
the morphine bottle says Toradol and the the Toradol bottle says morphine. So when Marta gives him the medicine, she's going to accidentally give him, it's, it's, he's going to overdose. And then he climbs back down and that's when he jumps in, down the window and the grandmother sees him. Yeah. So that's why she said, why are you back again? Yeah. Then, to Marta. To Marta, yeah. So then pretty much... Um, then the dogs, he goes, the dogs, are, the dogs hate him also. Yeah, the dogs so hate they start him. barking when they see him. Because they say that... Dogs are a uh, good do- judge of character. Good judge of character. So, like Jimmy was saying, then Ransom leaves. But uh, so she gives the medication. But the thing is, is like this is another twist, which um, Daniel Craig's character um, unveils is that Martha actually did not kill him she's an or overdose him, and that because she's a good nurse, she could tell just by looking at the bottle and the weight of them. It was the, the it was the viscosity of the liquid. Oh, that That's why the, one that, of them was a little yeah. thicker yeah. than the other. She could tell which was the morphine and which was the toradol. So she actually gave him the right medication. Yeah. So he just killed himself. He killed himself. So it yes. was suicide. So yeah. it was suicide. But like when that you, made my heart, I was like, no, oh no. But, but the thing is, is you know, people might be confused. Like even though we just said it, that when she looked at the bottles, it's like, no, she gave the wrong one. And it's like, no, because she had done it so many times, she knows exactly yeah, which. Yeah, Daniel Craig was. had covered up the bottle, the the label, and she was able to pick out the morphine and the turtle yeah. easily. Exactly. So, and that so this all gets revealed, and the pe- only people in the room at the time because they, uh, Daniel Craig's like, keep that stupid ass family out of yeah. here. So it's only Chris Evans, Daniel Craig, uh, Marta, Marta, and the, and the two, two other cops. cops, and they release and they reveal it, and then uh, you know Christ- Christopher Evans's character is just like, no, nah. he's like, yeah, whatever. I killed the housekeeper. You have no proof. I have the best blah blah. blah. He also killed the housekeeper. Yeah, but but you don't know that he killed the housekeeper because at this point Marta. Oh had yeah, Marta a call lies. From the hospital. Oh god, this is this is disgusting. This she got us like thirty minutes. Is this like so much information? Say, um, because she gave her number, so. She gets a call from the hospital and she just goes, "Oh, that's great news," and hangs up the phone. As soon as she said that, I was like, "She's lying." Yeah, I did. And you can see her war- eyes are tearing, trying to throw and up, her, and her and her yeah. throat tightened. Yeah, and this is when Chris Evans is like, "Well, see, I didn't kill anyone. Like, I did. I I overdosed her, but she didn't die. So technically, I didn't kill anyone." Blah yeah. blah blah blah. You're all going to jail. And then this is when um Marta vomits. Marta all over vomits him. all over him, and she that's goes, "I yeah, lied." So gross. Um, she's, she's dead. dead. That poor doctor must have been like, and then they're like, what? <laughs> and they're like, and then you just confessed to trying and they recorded to her it. murder. They recorded it. And then, he's and then like, Chris Evans decides to do the stupidest thing in this movie and decides to, I'm going to kill her in front of all thing, these cops. Is the stupidest thing him trying to do that, or is the stupidest thing is why is there a chair full of knives? Well, it's just the house. <laughs> also, the house. I think he's a mystery now, but that the house part, like just a, everything. a prop from like or a recreation from yeah. one of his. Novels. Although I think it was from his novels. All those weird. It's things. almost like an his Iron really Throne weird. type thing. His house is really weird. Yeah. <laughs> so he tries to st- so he tries to kill her in front of all the cops, but it was a, uh, a fake. Prop it knife. was a prop knife. So Which like, was a callback to the earlier movie. So it was like really funny because like you see him like still like, to stab, her. stab her, but like because it's a prop knife. So prop um, knives like they give away. So they go kinda, into it. They go into themselves. It's like a spring system. So like it stabs, but like it just goes into the handle, the blade. So nothing actually happens to the person. So he's doing that, and he's just like, "Fuck!" And then. Voila, Marta is saved. Everyone realizes who the actual murderer is. Uh, Don Johnson is uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, and Don 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 Johnson Johnson are married. And she finds out that he's been cheating on her due to like a little 
game I guess her and her father played. Oh yeah, so like uh, one of the things that Jamie Lee character's character had said in the movie is that you know her dad Christopher Plummer's character had a way of communicating with people. It was always a big reveal. Yeah, so in their way to communicate with one another, he would give her notes with secret ink that yeah. only she. Like, she's the only one that knew how to do it, which is just heating it up. Mm -hmm. And unveiled this letter that her husband had found earlier, thinking he was in the clear, and that was just a blank letter. And that side plot was one of the reasons, like, to try and trick you into thinking, oh, it's Don Johnson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, then, Don Johnson gets nothing, because they signed a prenup, and he owned nothing. Well, they... Well, I love the ending is so good in that movie where literally they're all... Like, they're all... Okay, Chris Evans is pretty much taken out, away. And, and Don John's just like throwing money at the cops. He's yeah. like, no, 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 here, here, here. He's like, here's a lot of money. And they all like looking at Chris Evans and then Marta has like a big cup that says, my house, my rules, my coffee. Yeah. And she's on the... like, It's like this like... Tr- she's uh, above them. It's yeah. like a balcony. balcony. Yeah. And, and she's sipping all... the coffee and they all just like turn to her and like she's... Just the shot. She's and, looking like, they're down all on down them. They're all down on her. They're all looking... She's looking down on all of them and they're all just like... Jamie Lee Curtis just smoking a cigarette. She was so funny. Though it's her stance in this whole movie, and, then, and it just ends. And I was like, that was a great ending. Just, she, I wanted her to just be like, no, just her shaking her Please get off my yeah. get out, or just like giving the middle finger or something. Get out of here. Yeah. So pretty much the only one who I said the Catherine Langford character was her only like sort of friend is because but she backstabbed her like seven times. Well, yeah, but. Yeah. Be, but she apologized. She said, "I didn't like." She felt terrible about you. Is that why she was she crying? Felt, yeah. Okay, I was wondering why she was. It's pretty much she had said, "Like I'm going to deport your family." Blah blah blah. Also, we didn't mention this. Well, Tony Collette was yeah. also very funny in this movie. She, she was, was funny. so funny. She's oh, like, and another fun Hi. thing. <laughs> another fun thing. Um, when the housekeeper was dying, when she was overdosing, and she said, "Hugh did this." Chris, Chris Evans' character called Hugh. Yeah, he was. His real name was Hugh. Ransom. Ransom. Thromby. Thromby. And, but he makes the help call him Hugh. So when she said Hugh did this, it sounds like you did this. So like they, they, she knew because she actually saw him switch the bottles back when they, he, everyone was at the funeral and he wasn't. Yeah. He yeah. missed the funeral, but came very early to the will reading. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to explain why I thought Catherine Langford was in him on it. Cause one, she did betray Marta like twice in yeah. this movie, like major in a major way. But, they had to. Po- they made it a point to point out that she left the party, and everyone's like, "Why'd she leave the party?" Yeah, and she suspiciously left the party like the, around the same time that Chris Evans' character did. So I thought. So there's a scene where, where that during the end when they do the reveal that like Chris Evans is like, "Oh, I went into the woods and got some clarity," but in real life he went to the woods, stopped, and was like, "I'm did gonna, whole thing. yeah," and came up with the idea like, "I'm gonna freaking frame Marta for murder." I thought that when he stopped in the woods that he was actually going to call Catherine Langford's character because you see her pick up the phone being like, mm-hmm. I got to go meet my friend. And then she was going to go meet him in the woods or something. Mm. And then and I also got... she lost her education. Like, she was like, I thought they just left a lot of clues for her yeah. subtly. That was just like, I also uh... thought like, I was just like, oh my God, please don't have some weird cousin incest thing going on. <laughs> Cause you don't know what could happen. Yeah. And also like when Marta tells him everything, like, I think he didn't really. He thought that she killed him. So when he finds that out, I think like he like forms like a whole new plan, right? Like he was like he kind of took it all in and was like, okay, I'm gonna help. Like didn't like didn't that like that wasn't yeah, part of it? Chris right? Evans realized that yeah. that he had that she. That's why didn't he did like blackmail her. Blackmail. Yeah. Um. Whatever her name, the housekeeper mailed it actually to Chris Evans and he mailed it to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everything went her. backwards because he thought, you know, it was just going to be like an overdose but then yeah. it's like, no, he slit his throat. It's like exactly. that changed everything. And also, how did everyone mail that letter if there was actually nothing on it? No, he dropped email. it off. But how did she mail it to him? She probably she dropped, dropped it, it off. off at his house. That's not what they said. They said mail. Because she had... It a, was in the mail. She had a cousin... <laughs> 
Who works the medical examiner? Yeah, office. receptionist. So it was just like this movie had a lot of twists and it did very good at throwing you off. I had to pee off. really badly. My aunt left literally when absolutely nothing happened. I think the family was attacking her and then Chris Evans and Marta went to the restaurant. I was like, nothing happened. And then I had to pee and I had to wait an hour because I was like, I can't, I'm going to miss probably like 500 things. Part. I was like, I want to know who did this. Because that, that first, the first half of the movie, really, you think it's just Marta trying to cover up everything. Mm-hmm. But then you realize, oh, there's something else once you find out she got blackmailed. Now. I was like, I can't pee now. I was just, like, I thought it was, like, so great at how, like, for Anna de Armas, I was, like, she just looked, like, in absolute, like, what do you, like, conflict the entire movie, yeah. and I felt so bad her for her. Her eyes were just always, like, what? Like, on the verge of tears and, like, about to vomit everywhere, because I was just, like, you know, usually, like, when characters do that in, in movies, ones that are not, like, very well done and things like that, they get annoying, and you're just kind of, like, come on, like, do something else or whatever, but, like, it was very endearing for her. Because, was, like, yeah. well, usually those characters, they do do that twist and they end up being the actual murderers and that they, like, twisted everything around. Because everyone kept saying, Marta, you're such a good person. Yeah, but then you realize, like, when she's, at first in the beginning of the movie, she's kind of explaining her thing. She's like, oh, they're all saying, oh, Marta's family. And they kind of show, like, a flashback of them all inviting her into the room. And you really find out why she was invited into the room. And it was to be like, you know, you're from another country. Like, what do you feel about the illegals and all that? And I was like, oh, they don't like her. Yeah, like, no. Oh. Being such a douche. My dad was just like, I think Jamie, my dad pointed out, he was like, I think Jamie Lynn Curtis is the only one in that family who actually like showed her distaste for Marta or that she didn't really care. I'm like, you're kind of right because she only ever said the one thing when the, she first came down. She was like, oh, how you doing, kiddo? But then you saw she barely hugged yeah. her. And she like basically just like put her arm out in the most like robotic way and just yeah. like tapped her on mm-hmm. the shoulder once. And everyone else was just like, oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. Don Johnson was a little bit like that, but now he was more trying to be like lovey, but at the same time, he like uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, kind of. And then Catherine Langford, I was just like, when she turned on Marta, I was like, you stupid <laughs> asshole. I'm going to kill you. I was like, I don't care if Marta's lying now. She's she's so much better than the rest of you. <laughs> and then Tony Collette's just like a valley girl. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, okay, Tony Collette, you go do. You, you do you. <laughs> I actually think there was a mess up in the movie, though. Why? Because, okay, so Tony Collette's character is named Joni. Mm-hmm. I could have sworn, this is going to have to take a rewatch, that when they were um, doing that scene, when they were talking about the illegals and stuff with her and Don Johnson, I could have sworn that Don Johnson called her Tony instead of Joni. <laughs> but that's so that's similar, good. though. I so. know, that's what I'm saying. Like It could have like totally just like you know escaped everyone that he said that, but I was like, I could have sworn he said Tony. Yeah, 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 that could be possible. Or it just was like it said so fast that you're like, uh, what? Possibly, but yeah. I was just like, this, that's gonna take a rewatch. But you know, I think we can all say um, kudos to Ryan Johnson for redeeming himself. He really needed a win. Well, because I was thinking, I looked at what he directed, and I was like, well, he directed Looper, mm-hmm. and isn't that like kind of like a niche like sci-fi movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Looper I- had a really good twist too i never seen it so that's why i was brick like it's also very good i haven't seen that in a while but brick is also but very i'm good saying movie. like i was just thinking looper and i was because th- that was the one movie he directed before star wars right and then this is the one he directed after and i was just like he's good at like more smaller niche not something that's already established i think he likes with, to put his good, own stamp on it you know what's really just like weird though is he's so good with twists why the fuck did he come up with the worst know. twist? And in he actually also he got direct, rid of all the twists. He in also like directed Star Wars. one of the best Breaking Bad episodes too. Which one? He directed Ozymandias. The one with Kristen Ritter, or is it the, no. the last season? It's the last, oh, like yeah. third to last episode. One of the best. One of the best episodes of that series. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, that's why I was like, 
How did you like come up with such a horrible twist when you're so good at twists? And he, yeah, I was like, everything he, they all set up and like the be like, oh, can this be like a like a reveal? He's like, no. And I was reading an article. They were he like, basically canceled out Star yeah. Wars Episode Seven. And I was asked, they they asked, um, what's his name, J.J. Abrams? They're like, oh, like, what did you think about what they did with Snoke? And he was like, when I first, I guess like, I guess he was a producer on this, the eighth one, so he was getting the scripts and all that and like helping. He's like, when I read the script and I saw that, I laughed. He's like, that's a choice I would not make. But he made it. So, you know, that's his movie. And then we're making my movie. And they're like... J.J. <laughs> Abrams has just been skidding around the issue. Low-key just being like, he fucked up everything. I, I feel like it's going to go from seven. It's going to be like the story that was continuing. And then it's eight was like, it's its own story. And then nine's like, forget eight. Now it's going to continue off of seven. <laughs> <laughs> so nine is really eight. <laughs> Literally, I think that's what it is. I think nine's going to be eight and a half. Like... <laughs> like no, but like it's just like it was so confusing because Ryan Johnson's not a bad director. It's just like with Star Wars, it's like I don't think, like you said, he's not a director that you can't keep him in that kind of linear type of mm-hmm. st- way of storytelling. out is it, it, you follow it very well, but it's all over the place. That's like, why it's, it's hard with franchises. It's like when you pick different people to do yeah. the thing. Well, that's why you almost have to have like you could they can have their style, but it has to fit within like a cookie cutter type thing, like sort of like. I there has to yeah. be it, there that you can have your own style, but you still have to file the general arc, mm-hmm. and especially in franchises, because yeah. you can have different movies. I mean, look at the MCU, obviously, but they yeah. still all have like a general like everyone says the MCU formula for. A and you and if you ever read so. art like interviews with them, they said like like uh, who was it? Jude but they Law collaborate was, very closely. No, with exactly. The other like directors. Jude Law was, I think, skeptical of Joy, and who's I think Robert Downey Jr. or something said like you can put your stamp on it, but you have to kind of like just let them tell you how to put your stamp on it sort of you know what i mean yeah then he was and then he was like oh okay but rain johnson i also think if he didn't write star wars episode eight i think it might have been a little better if he just directed it but he also wrote it which he likes to do this type of stuff so he kind of put it into like a big action blockbuster and i don't think that's him that especially like when episode eight came out that was like you know what was that that 2017 yeah yeah so that's also like when you know like Justice League and, like, you know, the DC Universe was also having their issues with, like, you know, Warner Brothers getting too, like, sticking their hands too much in the cookie jar. Mm-hmm. So I think Star Wars is kind of like, you know what, just do what you want. I don't think Star Wars does enough putting their hands in the cookie jar. Yeah, yeah, for certain things. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, you know what, just do what you want because, you know, now every franchise is, like, scared yeah. of you know, people putting their hands Actually, too no, I, much I in. I disagree with that because I think Kathleen Kennedy does do that a lot. She likes to, like, if it's not her version that she wants, she'll fire. Like, she fired um, the Chris Lord Miller and, uh, Lord and Phil Miller. Um, they had to, when, with uh, Rogue One, they had to get another director to come in and do massive reshoots. Um, well, Rogue One is different. I like Rogue One. I know you don't like it. I think Rogue One's really good. Um, Phil Lord and... Uh, Chris Miller fucked up by picking the wrong fucking solo, so that movie was doomed from the start. They also, didn't they? Didn't they go on to has flash? Nothing then to do with them flash? getting yeah. fired. <laughs> uh, I don't think that has anything to do with them getting fired. No, solo. Kathleen Kennedy said that she didn't. It was too much of a comedy. She didn't want that. Yeah, well, it was fucked up anyways because they chose the wrong guy. It was going to be a horrible, horrible to begin with. I know, but it might have been a little better than the mess they have then. Yeah, but like, mm, I don't think so. Sorry, I hate solo like really, really badly. I don't even remember that movie. They had it at Target on sale. Why didn't you buy it? Because I don't like it. It's on Disney Plus, isn't it's it? It's yeah, absolute it's garbage. I hate Solo so much. Should we rate Knives Out? Yeah, let me get my calculator up because I can't do math. Why? Calculator. I, I can almost, I'm gonna. I'm guessing what everyone's is. I think you're gonna be able to do math. Yeah. Nine. Kelly. Nine. 
I said eight. Oh, okay. Then mine was wrong. I was going to be like, I thought it was going to be nine. Eight point seven. Ooh. Top shelf. <laughs> That's the highest we had in a while. Or was Frozen that last week? No, Frozen I gave like a seven. Number. Okay, I think so it was, it was like a, It was like was a it? little lower. Probably like an 8.3. Okay. So no, this is the first time that we've all seen a movie in a very long time where the three of us were just like, yeah, those was really fucking yeah, good. Yeah. Like very little flaws or anything like there, that. It was, I can see this definitely getting like a best screenplay at mm-hmm. the Oscars. Best cast at the SAG Awards. Yeah. I don't yeah. think though it'll get a best picture now. No, I don't think no, so. No, unless it like randomly comes out, like the, unless they aggressively like try to like I think uh, Anna de Armas has a, has a slight chance of getting a best actress. It's know. slim, but I, it's, she's in the running, I feel, from this movie. It's hard because yeah. it's like you want it. This is a really good movie, but it's like one of those movies that's also just like it's not a standout. You know, it's really good and I'd watch it multiple times, but it's not like a standout. I think it's more like, of a surprise than a standout. Like, like, holy shit. Like, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, when you see a good movie and you're just like, it's not a standout, though, when you're thinking about Oscars, like. It's so weird. I also think it doesn't, I don't think people are, it's not as like, when I think people who are voting for the Oscars, they don't think of this type of movie. Also, it's going to make a lot of money, so the Academy is probably like, fuck that. We want one mainstream. that makes a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's why Joker's definitely probably going to get snubbed as fuck. Well, I mean, I don't know. I feel like Joker's the one that I think out of all the ones that made a lot of money probably aren't. No, because there's that one, new, Avatar didn't get snubbed. What? Avatar didn't get snubbed. Uh, I mean, Avatar, Quentin, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood did very well. Avatar is also James Cameron too, but like, I feel like there's a difference though because one, Joker is also a superhero movie technically. Yeah. Two, controversy. Three, made a billion dollars. I'm like, it's just, it's. I feel like it's all these random things that shouldn't go against it is gonna go against you know it what? with all the academy. All the people who saw it, you ruined it. You <laughs> ruined it. So no, you. but like, you know what I I'm only trying saw to once. You saw it, though. Yeah, but I only saw it once. Oh, that's that makes sense. In order to get a billion, people need to see it much more than once. No. no, but, like, you know what I'm saying, right? It's, like, it's not because it's a bad movie. It's going to be stupid outside factors that they're going to be like, no, we don't want to touch that movie. No, because everyone's saying it's so art housey and, like, it, it's, I think that's the reason why it's going to get everything. I don't know. I feel like that they're just going to be like, no, Joker, no. Well. Which is going to be bullshit. We'll find out soon. Well, that's like the same thing that happened with Logan. I still love Logan, and I'm biased towards Logan. With Logan, it's like that's not really a superhero movie. I consider yeah. it just as much of a superhero movie as Joker, though. No, that's what I'm saying. It's not really a superhero movie, but it didn't get as much recognition uh-huh. as it really deserved. Logan's a really good. No, it only movie. got the adapted screenplay. Yeah. But it was it, the first comic book to get adapted screenplay. That was the first comic book movie to get a major. Yeah. Yeah, major but that's award. what I'm saying. Like Logan, like was actually that's like, not true. Dark Knight. That. One best supporting actor. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Logan is actually a really, really good movie in terms of just movies. And that yeah. didn't even get mm-hmm. it because it's... Actually, no, I'm saying from, like, the Renaissance from 2009 Oscars are just on. weird. But that's what I'm saying. Like, because it's, it's a good movie and it did well. But because it's, like, f- about fucking Wolverine. It's Oscars like, aren't about movies no. anymore. I actually think Hugh Jackman should have been nominated, in my opinion. He was really good as yeah. fucking Logan. We'll or, like, see. even Patrick Stewart or something like that. Sorry. Patty Boy. No, he's Sir Patrick Stewart. <laughs> or Ben Kingsley, as my brother likes to call him. <laughs> yeah, you're the worst. <laughs> I can't wait for a Ben Kingsley movie. We're going to watch w- me like, well, I Patrick Stewart was so good in this movie. I would honestly rather hear him say Patty Boy than you call him Ben Kingsley. <laughs> it's like, sirs. it doesn't matter. It's so wrong. Well, on that note, I think Two we're going to end it here. British white guys. Horrible. So similar. <laughs> so similar. such good actors. So. Two sirs. <laughs> so, yeah, I know, but it's so bad that you do that. We have Gandhi and we have... Uh, Picard. Picard. Okay, well, on that note, I think we're going to end it. I'm shaking my head at you. Well, (laughs) 
Check us out on Instagram, Twitter at Pop Horror Review. Check out all our episodes. Check out TitanCast, amazing podcasts on there besides us, Two Drunk Moms, Triple G, Weird, Weird on Rocks. Rocks. What could be worse? What could be worse? Paging the Simpsons. Like so many great ones. So if you want advice. True. If you want to check <laughs> us out, check them out as well. They're just as good. And uh we'll see you, we'll next, see you time. next time. Bye. See you. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.